When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, hi. I suppose I should come in and say happy Friday, everybody. What Thank you for joining us. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. We're talk is fun. The Big Cash Friday where Woo, we give out 50 grand uh, on the no, phone. Oh, no, boy. All right. Okay. No legal. Money to, if legal, legal is yeah. listening, it's all Steve. I was just up in our legal department the other day. I had to get a couple things notarized. Mm. Man, that place really? is big. It, is, it has a hallway that I didn't even know existed. And it just makes you think, what do you how mean? many legal matters do we have to deal with? So we have a legal department upstairs. We're on the second floor. Yeah, it's like the shining up there. It really is. Well, and we have a shining hallway over here, too. The Once you get into the legal department, right. it's like you're in a totally different building. It's where really? the budget went. They probably worked it into their contract. But um, legal joke. And it's <laughs> so nice. And then they have some opaque windows there too so that you can't see what's happening in there (laughs) and but then i turned and i've been up there maybe five to eight times in my tenure here i looked down this hall and for the first time in my life i realized it went past the one office that i would normally go into oh sure and it just kept going and going and going and i thought how many lawyers do we have? Right? I know. Well, more, this is the headquarters of Hubbard, as you know. Yes. People might not know that out here, but we have stations in Chicago and Florida and Seattle, Seattle, Seattle all over the place. Yeah, St. So, Louis. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to the Lou. We're broadcasting hey, there Lou. right now. Is that still happening? Yeah, sure. I guess. Isn't I don't it? know. I Let's don't just know. say it. Hey, if you're in St. Louis listening live today, don't forget to check out the Arch. <laughs> Actually, the station we're on is called The Arch. It's on the HD2 channel. That's Yo, beautiful. Serendipity. Honestly, if you do listen in St. Louis, will you send us an email maybe? We'd love that. Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. This is why we're a My good nephew, team. I expect you to send an email. Oh, cool. One more quick thing on legal and notary publics. What a power play if you are a notary public. Mm-hmm. If you've got the stamper. And listen, if you have a document that says this must be signed in front of a notary public, this must be notarized, there are no shortcuts around that. Mm-mm. You have to see a notary. I think there's an, I heard that there was an app where you could do a FaceTime thing, a video thing with a notary. I don't know how that would work, but if you've got the rubber stamper, and you know people have to come to you. And when they come to you, you are their only hope. Must be such a power play. <laughs> like Doris up in our legal department. Oh, hi, Doris. She's so great. D-Bone knows. She was a project down and dirty, by the way. She she knows that when I reach out to her about a notary thing, 
She's like, he's going to come in on his hands and knees. He needs me. (laughs) And she's absolutely right. And she could keep you in that office for as long as she wants. Oh, excuse me. I just have to uh, finish up this meeting real quick. Yeah. Just go hang out, smoke a cig, come back. Be like, oh, sorry. One more thing. Some other lawyer was there. And I I don't, I I haven't officially met him, so I didn't know. Exactly who I was talking to, but he was out there. And then he went into his office and closed the door. And I was like, oh, we got more opaque situations oh, here. Oh, sure. Power plays. It, I, I picture him like in Monsters, Inc. That I see you, I got whatever. Wazowski. Always watching. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You know what, you guys? There are so many people who work here who I don't know. Like, yeah. we live in our own little um, department here. Yeah. There are other floors to this building with a lot of people in it. And I, why don't we ever run into them? Pop quiz, how many people do you think work here? I, I think know. I know. 200. 500. 500 is the number that I heard. Yep. That wow. can't be real. Where, the, where are only... they parking? There's not that many parking spaces. <laughs> I know. Well, there's underground parking that we don't do, know about. That's... Shut the front door. Indoor. Oh. Under, yeah, yeah it's I've a been full... through there. Yeah. During the pandemic, they let us park in there because, oh. well, during during the civil unrest because of the danger. Sure. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, wow. I would like a tour of that. Oh, yeah. It's you pretty You see some sweet. nice cars down there. Oh, I would like to go to there. But, you know, I think about it. I mean, like the, the, the news department, I don't know, with with producers, photographers, reporters, anchors, news directing staff, you probably yeah. have close to... 75 people there? I don't know. I don't know if we have five. You know what I'd like to say? If anyone upstairs or who knows that is listening, and I got to tell you, there was a very higher higher up who was listening to this show the other day. Who? Her name rhymes with Tinny Loris. (laughs) (laughs) Like the one who created the station. The Oz behind the Oz behind the Oz. I always think she doesn't even know who I am. She, well, she was listening because something that we said the other day, she was like, oh, I wonder where we could see that. And then there was a call, a bat signal put out I to see. her brother who is in power here. Well, so, let's talk about that, by the be, way. Your show. Yes. Oh, okay. Ring Nation, which yes. airs uh, Channel 45. Yeah. Why did you wince? Saturday night. That was just a little twitch oh, in my eye, too, a little thing. Oh, you have coffee. Um, okay. But brand new, brand new episode airs this Sunday night at right. 9.30 um, on 45 TV. And by the way, if oh! you... So, like, I don't have it on YouTube TV, which I'm bummed about, but I found out where it is streaming. Because if you do, if you have traditional cable, you've got it. Watch 45, set your DVR, Saturday night, 930. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, Wanda Sykes, did. Crystal Cruz, and me, Stevie Boy. And uh, and I got to watch some episodes, and it it's really fun. Do I got to like watch it? with my kids. My kids were all excited. They were laughing. My mom was there. I felt like I had a focus group because I had a woman in her 60s. Sure. And then people in their 30s and then kids in there who were like teeny boppers and right. young ones. And we all got to watch it and enjoy it together. But a streaming bit of news. If you just have a streaming service instead of traditional cable, mm-hmm. DirecTV streaming oh. has 45 TV okay. on it. And so you can watch it there. But if you have, you know, Xfinity or Dish or whatever, you, right. know, you probably I, got I, it already. I've got to put it on my uh, to-do list to record that. Yeah. And I'll be heading out Sunday, to L.A. Said. I, I said Saturday two times. Did she? Why? What? Did she? Okay. Did, <laughs> I swear you said Sunday, and I'm like, I swear. And then I was thinking, I thought it aired Saturdays. Yeah. I think I said Saturday twice. And earlier you you said, let me see what Kelsey says. And I said, oh, funny, you said says. And you did the same thing of, did I? And here's what we realized. When we make verbal mistakes, we never hear it. And you need two people 
or audio evidence to prove it. Okay. But wait, back to what I was So that's where I'll be. I'll be heading out to L.A. to do three more weeks worth of shooting. So I leave this Sunday and then we'll do a bunch more shooting, and we're going to shoot like seventy plus episodes. I, while I guess we're that out was there. my 70. question. My question God. is: um, Do you? How far will this take us? And so through next year, through next year, for it'll be the full broadcast okay. season that we'll be able to get done okay. in a short period of time. But you know, you got to get out there, and you know, there it's pretty much twelve hour days, and it's boom, boom, boom. Just come ready to ready to uh, get your work done, and then you oh, can produce boo-hoo. a lot of. I'm Steve. Donna. Oh, I got to work 12 hours to be famous. Donna. What? <laughs> Not you. I was talking about a different guy named Steve. You didn't even mention my per diem. No, oh, kidding. no. Although I do. I have to tell you this, and then we'll move on. I have really had some mouthwatering moments yeah. thinking about the classic Cobb. Cobb salad from, from Goop. Goop. What do you want me to do? Broaden my horizons when I'm out there? I don't know how many restaurants LA has. <laughs> also, I discovered very late in my stay last time that there is a Pinkberry right down the street, which oh. is a popular Froyo. Froyo. Yo. Pinkberry. There's pink hot dogs. And then there's Pinkberry. Okay. But just now that. The idea of a hot dog flavored froyo. <laughs> Can I need a sample of that? Can I say this real quick too? You know what I hate. You know these people who go in, and I got to tell you, my wife is one of them, and I love her, and I'm committed to her, and it's just one of her but works. Anyway. But these people who go in and are like, "How many samples do you need at an ice cream shop?" Or uh, how about you just stop with this whole thing of like, "Can I try?" Th-? Once my wife says like to the fourth one. <gasps> How about the strawberry colada? Can I try that? I'm like, no. How about we make a choice? Because it feels like we are mooching off of them. Don't bring her to Costco. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, just do it. Just commit to something. Who cares if it isn't the best? Just pick something. I'm with you, Dawn. Boy, guys, it's Friday. Chill out, man. Everybody's getting all hot and bothered today. Everybody was kung fu. Okay. Um, Excuse me for a moment. Melta. Carly. Hey, Carly. Sent an email, and all it says is Steve totally said Sunday. Seriously? Well, that's Wait two people. Minute. Well, what now? Steve <sighs> said his show airs this Sunday. Did I really? Did, or did I goes, say I, oh, I said Saturday twice? I'm like, I swear you said. Well, he said I think Sunday, I said I leave Sunday. Sunday. Oh. oh, I hope I can. I'm going to go back and listen to the audio. I, well, maybe Dawn can. I uh, can pull it up. Fetch it, it during a commercial. We'll bring it back during. The, we'll, how about we start things that make you go, huh? With that, um, quickly before we go to break, though. Last night I was at um, a high school. My daughter was in a uh, in a in a production, a play. How fun! And it was set at this high. Or the, they were using the stage at the high school. And I go in, and there's a volleyball game that's happening, and mm-hmm. there's all sorts of pomp and circumstance, people coming, people going. When I dropped her off, or picked her up from rehearsal earlier in the week, same kind of thing I noticed. And I went to such a small high school. Guys, 12 kids were in my graduating class. I graduated in a class of 12, top so 10. Steve, yeah, Steve graduated top 10 in his class yeah, it was of on every, 12. <laughs> every admissions application said that. But I just realized, though I loved my, my high school experience, I really did. I wish I could have lived parallel lives because the busyness and the event, like we never had people in our high school 
after 3 p.m. when high school was done for the day, we oh, closed it out. Yeah. There was such a life there. We had to go to a local community college to use their gym for basketball games because ours wow. was too small. You didn't even have enough people for the team. Donna! What? I'm getting school shamed. Unbelievable on a Friday. But my point is, for all of the, these kids out there who are enjoying high school, I just think, what a fun experience this must be. A big high school thing. You got sporting events. Oh, it's, God, homecoming it's homecoming weekend. Homecoming today, today, yeah. It's just like, oh, big man. Big game in Bloomington. kind of wish I could have had oh, that experience. I do, too. I wish I had the college experience, too. Because I commuted. Because I had to work. Oh, sure. I had to work every day. And, um, yeah. So Where did I you mean, work during college? I worked at a pharmacy. Oh, that's right. And the a radio druggist. station. Yeah, and I worked druggist. at Z one hundred in New York. I know you did. That's oh, wow. I actually when I started moving here when I moved here, I realized that you were the real Donna Valentine. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was like, that's the real Donna Valentine. Let me pick There's up so the station many that Donna just women that Donna. name themselves after Donna Valentine. She was on the number one station in the number one city. I actually didn't work on the air, but thank you. You didn't? Right. No. Well, no, wait a but you minute. know, I did some bit stuff. Yes, for you the... did. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is fun. They're going to debate right. about sure. it. We're going to debate about the fact that I knew who you were. All right, now listen. Let's have this fight off air. We're also okay. going to find out if I said Saturday or Sunday. Okay. Uh, all that to get to. Plus, we'll come back with some things that make you go, huh? I got a great one. Kentucky Fried Chicken had a sister restaurant that flopped. Back in the 60s. <laughs> Any guesses as to what it was named? Very on the nose. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Oh, oh we forgot, Dawn. Welcome back, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Everything Entertainment. We were going to try to see if uh, Steve actually did say Saturday or did he say Sunday when he was trying to tell us when his TV show <laughs> because would be Donna, airing. Donna immediately was like, uh, you said Sunday. And then I was like, no, I said Saturday twice, which may have, may have been a little bit of an exaggeration. And then Donna had an email. Or she opened the email bag, first segment, which is yeah. very uh, not common. And Carly emailed in and said, Steve totally said Sunday. Now, I want you to listen closely and don't scream out when you hear the first day of the week because there's actually both. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. Here we go. Oh, okay. Ring Nation, which yes. airs uh, Channel 45. Yeah. Why did you wince? Saturday night. That was just a little twitch oh, in my eye, too- a little thing. Oh, you have coffee. Um, okay. But brand new, brand new episode airs this Sunday night at right. 9.30. <laughs> So we wow. first said Saturday. Right. We are both right, and, then and we you are said both Sunday. wrong. Yeah. Wow. I threw you off by you did a weird like red and stimpy face yeah. in the camera. I guess I'll put my eye drops in. You know that was a wonder if that's a forecasting because my eye really had problems where they started going bloodshot while I was out there because the studio air is dry. It's like blowing. It's did dry out there lumify? in Burbank. That were yes, they did, and that helped. But then I had to keep going. But I had been months without Lumify, and I. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I used to be Bloodshot Eye Guy and then I realized, oh, once I didn't have eye drops for about a week or two, 
my eyes like self-hydrated, learned to self-hydrate, oh. and I didn't have to use eye drops anymore. I wonder if you should do re-wetting drops, bring those out there with you. Well, then, after they brought me the Lumify, <laughs> I said, can I send you guys out on another chore? Could you go and get me just natural tears? <laughs> wow. <laughs> From what a diva. Yeah, I just needed it. And then they got me that, too. So, yeah, I don't know. I Thank you for clearing that up, Dawn. <sighs> yeah, no you're, problem. You're a real pal. <laughs> So KFC, never heard of it, used to have a uh, a sister restaurant back in the 60s that went out of business. Any idea? What would their sister restaurant be? They're like, hey, this is going pretty good. We should open one of these. Was it located in the same place? Like, was, were yeah, they in Kentucky? Kentucky is the first word. I'll tell you this. Kentucky okay, chicken. Here we go. It's not Kentucky chicken because they have Kentucky fried chicken. I like that you were thinking just maybe like Kentucky oven roasted chicken. Here's what they have. The abbreviations are KFC for Kentucky Fried Chicken. This one would be, and I'll give you 10 seconds after I tell you the acronym, okay? Okay. It would be abbreviated K-R-B-H. R-B-H. Uh, and there's a little, little tiny N in the middle of B and H. So K-R-B-H. Kentucky Roasted Broasted House Chicken. Oh. Nice. You got that. Okay. Habanero chicken. Okay. Oh, that's horror. <laughs> KFC oh, had a sibling restaurant called Kentucky Roast Beef and Ham. Ew. In the 60s. Hey, Arby's did it just with a different name, I guess. Hmm. Oh, that's sad. That's fun. Hmm. It closed. It was open for a few years. They could not turn a profit. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Thanks for sharing. Here's a, another one. The best-selling solo album of any of the Beatles was. Which Beatle had the best solo album in terms of record sales? Well, I almost wonder. Can I just think this out for a minute? I almost wonder if John Lennon did posthumously because after people die, people buy. But you're saying, was it their first? The best-selling solo album by any of the Beatles was by who? And bonus if you told me what the album was. Um, I don't want to guess. I don't want to get it wrong. John Lennon. You're incorrect. Uh, Paul McCartney and Wings. You are incorrect. George Harrison. I got my mind set on you. George Harrison's All Things Must Pass. Oh. How about that? I think that's great. real. Lord of the Rings joke. Oh, oh. Dumbledore. <laughs> no. Here's another one. The Museum of Bread in Germany has 16,000 artifacts related to the history of bread, but no actual bread. That's disappointing. Oh. Museum of Bread. Oh. wonder what the dumbest museum is in the world. Because that's got, I mean, that's, I love bread. I love bread. We all love bread. But I don't know if it needs a museum. What's the dumbest museum out there? I'll look them up and let you present them. We do have a museum here called the House of Balls. I know. My friend Jeremy Parsons, our buddy from People Magazine, he came out here in audition for Twin Cities Live eight, nine years ago. What? And they sent him 
to the house of balls. Mm. That's neat. Um, Thank you. There's also the cure, the one here called the, the well. There's the ball of curiosity twine. thing. That's not oh, a museum, though. That's just a big ball of twine. Correct. Um, oddities, the Museum of Oddities. I need to know if anyone who's listening has ever been to Ripley's, believe it or not, specifically the one in Wisconsin Dells, because when we went there last year and then we took the kids, we were like, hey, we're going to go. The woman who is going to give us our tickets said, I just need you to be warned that there's some stuff in there. And then she continued to tell us, essentially, don't do this. And she at one point said, and this is true, she said, there are adults that will come running, screaming out of here. And I thought, there's just not a chance that an adult, or plural, adults, over yeah, the length yeah. of your time being employed by Ripley's, right. come running, screaming out of a Ripley's in Wisconsin Dells. I need to, if you've been there, tell me if it was terrifying, because we're, we're going to try to go to the Dells maybe in November, and I need to know, can we go there, or is it going to make the children have... Nightmare. What's it called again? Ripley's Believe Ripley's It or Not. Believe It or Not. Oh, there's one in Branson? Yeah, one in Toronto. Well, what could be in there that's that? There is a severed human head. Oh, she right. did tell us that, but All it's right. probably in like it's a... like a cross-section thing. of a, you know. Yeah. Or, oh, se- just severed. It's why, severed. Why is it severed? Oh, maybe it's, it maybe you can see half of it in the brain. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. But still, I feel like, you know, if lit properly, that's not too scary. What? No, it is. Yeah, That's I mean, gross. it's not just flopped on the table. Right. Or is it? It doesn't happen in front of you. It's museum. Maybe okay. some. Maybe they try to get a new specimen every time there's a tour. Oh, That's why it. they run out. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Hmm. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back. All right, bye-bye. Okay, so 40 seconds later, we're back. Hey, guys. How's it going? Woo! Real good. Real good. Real, real good. Got a... Uh, Hopefully a haircut on tap here. I'll be calling during the next commercial oh, break. Oh, thanks for sharing that with the audience. I'm sure they were just dying to know when you were getting your haircut. I think it's the life of a man. Is It's so much easier for us. Like, we can call the barber day of and say, hey, can I see you at like 1.30 today? You literally just did this seemingly days ago. But in reality, it was... What, two a weeks? month? Two weeks ago. You uh, go every two weeks? Yeah. Dawn, how often do you get your haircut? Well, it should be way more often. It looks like trash right hey, now. Hey, hey. Hey, no, you look great. But uh, every three, I try to go every three months. Same. Well, but if you had a shorter haircut where you had like, you, you know, know what, no fade Steve? on the side, it shows the growth much quicker. We can't even tell You're when right. your, yours grows. You're right. We don't even know if yours is still growing. Thank you. Because of the dead ends, you know what I mean? It's, it's tough so, to tell. I didn't mean you. You meant me. Look at mine. It looks like a bale of hay. Hey. (laughs) Listen, I have old lady cotton candy hair. Okay, ladies, let's have a talk where we (laughs) all tell ourselves how beautiful we are, how wonderful we are. Okay, I'm special. This is how God made me. When does the hair become cotton candy hair? Now. It's like, you know. Menopause. Old old ladies. My mom doesn't have it yet. No, but here's a question. My mom, and I don't mean to, we got to... Excuse me? But I think she's 67. Oh. And when my grandmother, Mary, Mary, what do you want, the moon, Mary? When she was 67, she had already had what you would reference as cotton candy hair. Just sort of like the 
the the woman of a certain age, all of our grandmas had that Wispy. tighter perm kind of thing. Yeah, everyone right? had short hair that they teased and hairsprayed into, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but my mom has hair that is like still long and normal texture. Okay, when that's it good. Ha- is it an, maybe it happened back then because people were getting so many perms. perms. Overprocessed. Yeah, yes. that could, that could be. what it is. That could be, Steve. Thanks for your hair thins as you age. Yeah. Everything hey. thins. Your skin thins. Except the things we want to thin. Am I right? Am I right? And your nose never stops growing, nor do your Dude, ears. my nose is getting bigger. Right. I'm getting a nose job. I'm just going to put it out there. Thank you, everyone, for listening and for your compassion. I might what? get my boobs reduced. Oh, yeah, really? I think I'm going to do that, too. Yeah. I, I know someone sort of one step away who did that. I can only imagine carrying those around. That must, like, legitimately, particularly if you're well-endowed, hurt your back. My back hurts, guys. And I have a flat chest. What would it be like if I had to carry two things around every single day? My back would hurt. It does hurt. <laughs> two Trust things. Me. Yeah. yeah get well, it. you guys got your own problems, too. You're up. No, but they're less than the yours. The weight of what? But what? those get saggy, too, by the way. I mean, they just drop, you know? Boo? Man boobs? No. no. The other things. Oh. The family jewels. That's oh. not a problem, though. They're always in pants. It's not like it makes... It would make your back hurt. You top heavy. Yeah. Like, easy, Chad. They're not causing you back problems. Chad. Okay. Okay, Chad. I mean, could we please? Uh, let, let me segue from Chad to Brad. Okay. Remember yesterday we were talking about, maybe it was the day before, Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt, now oh, a yeah. new uh, court filing. She's saying that he choked one of the children. Ooh, yeah. She jumped on his back at one point. He went to fall backwards and she ends up hurting her back, blah, blah, blah. And you were like, you know, I think after he's gone through treatment and everything that maybe he will own up to. Right. These things as part of the healing process. Sure. Well, his lawyer says he is not going to own anything he didn't do. This is coming after these abuse allegations and he, his lawyer is a woman and she said, Brad has owned everything he's responsible for from day one. Unlike the other side, Um, he's been on the receiving end of every type of personal attack and misrepresentation. And um, she goes on to say that thankfully the various public authorities, the other side has tried to use against him over the past six years have made their own independent decisions and he's just going to keep reporting as consistently as he has. Remember, they did investigate and did find that there is no reason to press charges. So somebody ain't telling the truth. As always is the case. Right. Yeah. She said he, he struck another one of the kids in the face, grabbed her by the head and shook her. But I think something happened on that plane something happened on that plane for sure i think he's admitted admitted to some of it you know yeah screaming at the oldest son which is why he won't speak to him anymore just you know it's just all of the other things that you're like what right slapped one of the other kids and poured wine and beer all over him and she jumped on his back like Gollum and Um, they're saying that this is all information that she had already had five and a half years ago, meaning that, um, she's been desperately trying to find something that'll stick against him, but there were no charges, criminal charges, uh, being pursued. 
due to a lot of factors involved. Mm. And um, the FBI investigated and they say they had probable cause to charge him with a federal crime for his conduct that day. I don't know, you guys. This is getting super ugly. Oh, geez, Louise. I don't know. I don't know either. You know. Oh, and I think the, for so long people look at them and they're like, "Oh, the perfect couple." And you know, like, come on. I honest. never thought that ever well, about I think that, them. I think that there are people who look at Hollywood relationships, sure, and go, "Oh." And they have the, it strikes a chord of discontent in their own, where they look from a distance and think, "Oh, look at them. They're on the red carpet together and they're laughing in that interview and all of that." There's so many kids. And I just, you know, it's a reminder like the the fame the money doesn't solve your problems it's it usually so adds true. commas to it yeah it's just but it's sad it's whatever whatever the truth is i don't know, you know if we'll ever fully know that or pe- not but people it's sad. always say you know there's a fine line between love and hate and i think the reason for that is you give you be you're vulnerable and give your heart to somebody and when they break your heart some people just go off the deep end, mm-hmm. you know, just go crazy yeah, and just like, I will ruin him. Like it doesn't, it Ooh. just doesn't. And kids are involved. Yes. It's, that's the saddest part. I agree. It is sad. But anyway, what just do they say? To tell Bitterness you the is like uh, swallowing, swallowing poison, poison and expecting the other, other person, person to, to die. die. You're my best, best friend. friend. <laughs> <laughs> My talk one notes. Oh, I was going to try to say more stuff in unison. We had a real moment there. Oh, I really funny. wanted to stay we out of it. I'm, I'm glad you did. I didn't even want to be in it. There's room for one more. Jump in, Don. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. <gasps> Remember doing that when you were a little kid? Yeah. Or your I've brother would do it, it too? Yeah, in my house, I got enough of these rugrats. I got enough of these rugrats. Donna! You know, I came downstairs today. <laughs> so stupid. It's like 7 o'clock, and already there's an argument that was happening. Oh, and from Lou the kids? Is, yeah, and Lou is holding court, and let me be clear, was not interested in starting her morning on an argument like settling some sort of a debate that was rooted in one child's selfishness against the other child. And it was like, so it had a point where it wasn't even like 7.05 yet, and I did this. Hey, because then she was talking to them, and they're all talking to each other and all this. I don't want to hear any more of this from you, blah, blah, blah. And then I did something I've never done before, and oh my goodness, did I totally dodge a bullet. I said, hey, dad roll. Listen to me, dad roll. Five minutes, no talking anyone. And then I almost (laughs) added, that includes you, mom. And I didn't. <gasps> Thank God you did. And I did it. And I walked upstairs, but I thought, oh my gosh, that thought was there. Like I was just five seconds away from saying Shut that. Up. Oh my God. Because they were all, and again, but that is like, you do not ever want to undercut your, mom, your significant mom, yeah. other. Wow. That would have been a really, really bad, bad day for you. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Thanks for I'm just saying, it's not like I predetermined, <laughs> hey, I'm going to say this. It was in the moment, and then I almost tacked it on with, and that includes you, Mom, and that would not have been that good for Stevie been. Boy. I would have been out on a sick day, I think. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Well, anyway, um, Jada Pinkett Smith uh, is writing a memoir, and I am curious if you will be reading it. I'd like us to be recording, if possible. I want this to be on the record permanently. Okay. 
Not a friggin' chance. Do you know how exhausting it was to get through the Will Smith book? Do was you know, it really? Remember, he was slow talking. I got the audible version. I know, and of then it. you played it for us. I go, he sounds normal to me. No, no, you know, you say that on page one, page six hundred. You don't feel that way when wow. he's taking his time and telling you a story all about how my <laughs> life got flipped, turned upside down, and you're like, we got five hundred ninety-eight more pages to go. Oh, I had to listen no. to it at one and a half speed. Okay. No, I will not. I just, I want. All the good things for them, the truest good things for them, and I just don't need to hear more about their perspective on relationships, on life, on success, on... uh, I got through it. I'm happy I read the Will Smith book. I'm done. I I think it sounds interesting, though. This is what the press release says about Jada Pinkett Smith's book. Mm -hmm. With no holds barred, Jada reveals her unconventional upbringing in Baltimore from the child of two addicts to a promising theater student and a violent interlude as a petty drug dealer, followed by a parallel rise to stardom alongside her close friend Tupac, then falling in love with and marrying Will Smith and a joyous, uh, joyous embrace of motherhood. She'll also show how she dealt with crisis at age 40 and had to redefine her life. She writes about her marriage to Will and I guess there's two unexpected love stories, one being Jada's complicated marriage, the other one uh, being the, you know, the one with herself. Oh. I think it sounds interesting, although she does get on my nerves, so I probably won't read it. I could already tell. Don, I know you well enough. You would get so irritated with this book. I just, just... Actually, please read it. <laughs> It'd yeah. be a great segment. You could come in once a week. Yeah, I'll like hate read it. Yeah, but then who knows? Maybe you'll end up loving her story. Find it really inspirational. Maybe. Or maybe it'll make your head spin. Either way, hey, probably going to make good radio. Hey, let's do a book club again. Oh, you want to do yeah, it? Yeah, but I don't like when people tell me what page I have to read up to. Oh, that bugs yeah. me. Well, that's like sort of the nature of book clubs. It is. I've never been a part of Well, one. yeah, you can't come and be like, I only read the first chapter and when the assignment was read this book, we're going to talk about it. Or How about read this entire book by pick a date? And then we do that. Thank you. So you only talk about it one time. Yeah. Yeah, but that's no fun. We want to talk about it as we go. It's a read along. We're trying to fill content now. Okay. Read along. Although not a book club. It's a read along, but we could do a book club. Who cares? We end up in some sort of civil lawsuit with LoJ. So be it. We've got even a sponsor. That's like the, Oh yeah. Oh, look the book, the book club restaurant, right? Club restaurant. Any chance we could steal that endorsement? I don't think so. Okay, all right. They so already you, think we steal we're everybody have to have from a them. Sick day. We I know. <laughs> but listen, they Lori stole Lori would find from me us. out in the hall. Oh, they oh, did steal you're Grant. Right, Don. I'd be angry if I were you. Hey, more uh, hours for Don because they stole Grant. Yeah, Wait whose side are you on, Don? When? Back what? when they took him, he when used to be started, producing with us. He was our full-time producer, and then they jacked him. They took him. They took no, him. No, they took Ryan, and then I was on for no, nine months. they didn't take and Ryan. Then, no, the, they didn't the, want the Ryan. The pandemic took Ryan. The pandemic took Ryan. I mean, he's still alive. I was on the show for <laughs> nine months with you guys. All three and hours. then it was Then Grant, Grant came in. I am Grant. Oh. And then we had that for a while, and it was like, oh, this is great. And then they were like, hey, LoJ gets Grant. And we were like, okay, fine. Carousel of producers. What about Rocco? Then Rocco came in and we made a star out of him. Mm-hmm. Like we do for everybody. It's true. 
All right. Bye. See you guys. Wait right. a minute. No, we'll come back. We'll come back. Oh, guys, there's some drama surrounding the Miss USA competition. Some people think it was fixed. What? And somebody else is mad at Beyonce. I will tell you who it is and why they are PO'd when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Hey, what's up, guys? Ba-da! Donna. It's Stevie Boy for Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Donna. Okay. Are you looking for something to add to your fall activity list? Why don't you go see Footloose? At Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, featuring kids' songs like Almost Paradise, Holding Out for a Hero, and Let's Hear It for the Boy. We saw it, Donna and I, together with DJ Rock Lobster, Clomp Clomp. What's that? Okay. And uh, we saw it in a fancy suite. It was great. You'll be singing and dancing all week long. Tons of fun. Maybe concerts are more your thing. You love live music. Well, Chan has a ton of the best tributes. Few tickets remain to the ultimate Queen tribute performed by Johnny James in the Hall of Fames. And don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime presentation and concert about the popular 60s band, The Lovin' Spoonful, known for the hits Do You Believe in Magic and Summer in the City. It's featuring their current drummer, Mike Arturi. And when's the last time you had a good laugh? Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret, every Friday and Saturday night. Tickets only 28 bucks. It's improv comedy. Chan has in dinner theaters, entertaining you. What that? Donna. Want healthy, fun? All right, it's Friday, I'm like, you guys. the jet's coming. Welcome back. God's wait for no. the jet. <laughs> the jet's coming. Oh, Look out. Man. Oh, I want to see TG2 again. Man, I put don't. it on your boys' list. You don't have list. to see that again. Oh. Never I mean, mind. that's the kind of thing that you do that you see a few years after you've seen it the first time. I bought a Kindle Paperwhite. Moving on. You bought a... Wow, must be nice. I can't even pay for toilets in my house. And here you are buying all these fun toys. Well, my Kindle didn't cost three thousand dollars. Hey, uh, what did your uh your fire pit cost? Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's oh, yeah. Donna hey, and Steve. Thanks, guys. Uh, it's Friday, which means you'll just sort of be listening into us having conversations. Yeah, you're our best friends. So yeah, we, we love can you join guys. in anytime, and we encourage you to call six five one six four one one zero seven one if you want. My fire pit, the low smoke fire pit that I got, I got the Tiki brand. Uh, and it's similar to the more popular solo stove. What I liked about this was it has an exterior, so it doesn't just look like a steel drum. It's got this cool powder-coated like exterior to it, and it's a little less hot. And I get nervous about the kids falling into it and stuff oh, like sure. that. Um, it cost me $360, oh, that's not bad. I think. Somebody told me those were about $1,000. No. Oh, goodness, no. Okay. No. All right. So you heard that, and then you're like, and then I, I began- wonder what Steve's getting paid. Something like that. Happened, yeah, yeah. Right? That's how we spiral, like yeah, right? correct. I mean, when I first pulled up to a Twin Cities Live party back in the day, like uh-huh. Stevie Boy had just been brought on, uh-huh. I'm driving there. We are in the 2006 minivan. Okay? I love that. And Elizabeth and her husband pull up next to me. In their Beamer or something? Donna, it was a Range Rover. Wow. And I was like... <gasps> How badly did I negotiate this deal? <laughs> and it turns out they had a family friend. As Elizabeth has told the story, she said it, uh, I think, on the year before, that they had a uh, Range Rover ferry in their life. Someone who had it and then sold it to Gifted them at an unbelievable okay. you know, discounted rate. But, man, looks good, though. A Range Rover looks pretty dang good. Who makes the Range Rover? Like, I think the company is Land Rover. Will there Kim? are Land Rovers. Oh. Range Rover. That's the Rover family. Little Kim says she's the one that put the range in the Rova. Oh, oh. snap, crackle, Ooh. and pop. Wow. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? You, you see-
Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. All right, I'm going to start with the Beyonce drama. Wright said Fred. Come again? You know, the guys who sing, I'm I'm too too sexy. sexy Yeah. Yeah. Um, They are pretty P.O.'d that Beyonce sampled their hit without asking for permission. This is not the first time this has happened. This is like the third time this has happened, right? She did this with two other people who were like, hey, excuse me. You can't just sample our music. I'm with Right Said Fred here. Just knowing what I know, if uh, maybe there's other parts of it that I'm not sure. But like, yeah, just because you're a big star and you sample the song, and maybe Beyonce's thinking, oh, this is going to boost sales of them. Kind of like, they'll thank me for this. Well, uh, the song is called uh, Alien Superstar. And it's very obvious. And they said, normally the artist approaches us. But Beyonce didn't. Uh, didn't because she is such an arrogant person. She just probably thought, come and get me. So we heard about it after the fact. Uh, everyone else, Drake and Taylor Swift, they came to us. This is according to Right Said Fred. And they said, unfortunately, um, they don't really expect to cash in on the song because there are 22 writers. Uh, it's ridiculous. So we could get about maybe 40 bucks. Oh, yeah. And there's nothing they can really do because she has a lot more presence and power and money than we do. Yeah. Wow. She. Who else did she do this with? Not like yeah. Little Kim. It was somebody who had like one hit, hmm. and she was like, "Hi, you're you asked for permission. Yeah. You don't just steal people's songs. She's been known to really steal people's songs. Dawn." I'm just saying. Are you are you trying to start a weird a, reputation? If you want to start a war has. with Beyonce, that ain't cool. The airwaves are yours. That is not cool. <laughs> anyway, not going to play the song because there's, I think, profanity in it. But let me tell you this: the Miss USA pageant went down this past Monday. The winner was Miss Texas, Rabani Gabrielle, and she was the first Filipina American to win the title and also the first Asian American to win Miss Texas, okay? But her fellow contestants thought the contest was rigged. Several of them say they saw evidence of favoritism towards Miss Texas from the pageant sponsors and the Miss USA organization itself. Miss Montana... Heather Lee O'Keefe says most of the Miss USA contestants feel very strongly that there was favoritism towards Miss Texas, and we have the receipts to prove it. Miss New York, Heather Nunez, says the way I entered this pageant and gave it every last bit of my heart and soul, we were humiliated thinking we entered something with a fair chance. Uh, some people noticed something was up during the actual pageant because nobody congratulated Miss Texas. Oh, geez. you know they usually walked off. Yeah, they oh, all they just usually celebrate left. and they're all crying and hugging the yes. winners. No, nope, they all just walked out. Yikes! So there's some drama there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, do we have time to go to the mailbag? Yeah, real quick. Mail time. Mail time. So there's a funny email we got about a book club game that I think is great. Okay. I think we should do this. Hey, guys. 
Here's an idea for a new game. Donna and Steve pick a book, and I love this part, but don't actually read it, and see who can come up with the most convincing book report for Rocco to judge. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> That's a funny idea. What else is in there? Uh, well, you were asking about weird museums and Ripley's. Um, Heidi says, I was at Ripley's in the Dells about four years ago. Had a three-year-old with us. So we did do a pause before going in as we were told the same thing. That some People adults come out, out screaming. screaming. Yeah. But then we're like, ah, that's a marketing tactic. So we went in and yeah, there's stuff in there that could be scary to kids. But if you're being a proactive parent... Uh, you're going to see it before the kids and you have the full capability to steer them away. Uh, You know, the internet is way more scary than Ripley's, she says. There's also a house of, um, a museum of penis. I'm going to leave. Okay, it's in Iceland. Uh, Alexis has been there. In Iceland? Huh. Alexis has been there? Yeah. She brought back gifts in the gift shop. Oh, Oh, my God, I want to hear about that. We'll be right back. No! For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.